Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Faithfully Fit Podcast. Um, this one's a little bit different for a couple of reasons. One, um, obviously being in the middle of um, COVID and, and so many different things, uh, I had to take a little bit of a step back, a little bit of a step back from the podcast and, and from a little bit of social media, honestly. I was hoping to ramp it all up, um, but with everything else going on, that's obviously not what pays the bills. And um, you know, part of my heart, part of my passion, part of who makes me who I am, or what makes me who I am, is the fact that I am a minister. I'm a discipleship minister at uh, a church here in Texas. And, and so one of the things that I really am passionate about doing beyond just the social media space, beyond just the fitness space, is, is really helping people understand how to put their faith into practice in their lives. And, and so in the middle of crazy times, I mean, I, I don't mean to overstate that, but I mean, it, it, unlike anything that we've ever seen before, um, you know, doing my best to put some stuff out there. So, so the Faithfully Fit stuff at, at, at some points had to take a, a back seat until one, I got my head fully wrapped around what was going on, where did Faithfully Fit fit into all of the issues, and um, how could I best be of encouragement and be of assistance to people that would be willing to listen. Um, and, and so first off, thank you guys for listening. When, when you hear this, you hear my heart, you hear my passion. And, and so the fact that you would partake in that is, it's huge. It means a ton to me. So thank you for that. Um, but a little bit different issue or excuse me, a little bit different episode this time. Um, you know, obviously I've tried to do some interviews and, and give you guys, um, some, some really cool information from some people all around the globe. And, uh, that's been awesome. And that's been a ton of fun, but, but this one kind of struck me. This has been sitting on my, my heart and my mind for a little while. If you've been looking at my, my Instagram and Facebook and YouTube stuff, you, you'll see that I've had some stuff on my heart, especially during this time, um, going all the way back into COVID. Um, it, it's not just the, um, some of the, 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 the racial equality slash inequality things that are going on, but, um, even going back into COVID and, and, um, how people were responding to each other, how people were talking to each other, um, the opinions that people were sharing really started to weigh me down. Um, and it's interesting because now just recently you're starting to see a lot of, I would call them fairly influential Christians on social media. Some of them are social media influencers solely. Um, some of them are, are influencers in social media through other things that they do. Um, but really starting to take a step away from social media because of, of some of the things that are getting thrown around. And, and I mean, I really struggled with that, um, to see that and to see people who's, who, who, who appear to have hearts. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to speak without actually genuinely knowing them, but who appear to have hearts that are seeking after sharing the gospel, that are seeking after spreading um, the hope and the joy that we have through the gospel to be pulling back in the middle of these times because they're struggling so much with maybe the response that's coming to them or or what they're going through in relation to the situations around us. Um, man, my heart goes out to those people. And, and so I had to struggle with a few things. Some of the stuff that I had to struggle with um, was what is it that's actually going on on social media? How are people responding to the way people are representing themselves, especially when we're talking about people of faith, Christians mainly? Um, I started to see a lot, you know, as as COVID was kind of coming towards the end and then, then the George Floyd stuff, I, I guess COVID's not over, but but as the focus on COVID, I guess, was coming towards an end and, and as the George, George Floyd stuff was just beginning to ramp up, um, 
people were, were really sharing a lot of scripture and have been sharing a lot of scripture. Now, here's the deal. That's immensely encouraging um, to see people of faith sharing scripture in relation to real world happenings um, is huge because that is discipleship. That is putting our faith into practice, carrying over what it is that we read in scripture, what it is that we hear about from the pulpit or that we sing about and bringing that into our lives. That's discipleship and that gets me fired up. That's so awesome to see that. But one of the things that we always have to remember is that that's not always going to be received well, um, is that, that people who don't believe that way will oftentimes turn things around, turn things on its head, however that functions. And so some of the interesting things, even from well-meaning people, um, is that things that Christians have been saying, verses they've been using, or, or the way in which they are framing context within those verses, has really been getting turned against Christians lately. Um, and, and, and I'm not talking about an, a larger persecution going on, um, but, but just, just a real harsh response towards faith and towards scripture being used. One of the, one of the things that has really stuck out to my mind and has played over and over in my mind for weeks now, just trying to figure out how do I address this? How do I wrap my head around this? Um, has been, I have a friend who is not a believer, um, good guy, very friendly, very, very nice, um, but very outspoken on social media. One of the things that, that, um, he was actually responding to one time was a Christian who was using a Bible verse, um, largely a Bible verse that was talking about just the way that we should be treating each other. Because as we got into the masks versus no masks versus, um, the impact of COVID versus people are overreacting, uh, all, all of that stuff and the way that people are going back and forth, they kind of they kind of used that. Um, then as it moved in a little bit more into the George Floyd racial inequality stuff, um, um, he continued to play off of that just a little bit and and was defending Christians, sort of. Because he had some people that were following him that were really attacking someone who tried to use a Bible verse on his one of his Facebook posts, and um, and he was kind of defending him. He he was trying to say, hey, let's all be let's all be nice here. Like if if Christians need the structure of rules that Christianity provides, if they are people who cannot function um, without having some overarching deity over their lives, then we should let them be, and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. While I appreciate the fact that he's trying to seek peace and trying to let people be, it really misses the point. And so I started watching. I started watching social media, and, and one of the really interesting things is that, that it, people are really missing the point about what Christianity is, which I guess shouldn't be surprising. Um, one of the things that they, they, they look at this and they see Christianity as just this, this overall structure of rules that, that I'm someone who, who needs this box to live in. And, and so I have my boundaries and, and, and so make sure you put my boundaries out because I want those boundaries. I don't want to go past them. Um, and, and, and to a lot of people, that's what religion is. Religion, not just Christianity, but religion in general is, it, is this, this, this box. And, and so but the interesting thing is, is that really is holistically missing the point. Like we're not even talking about a little bit of missing the point. We're talking about that is completely missing the point because we go towards these rules and these boundaries and guidelines as the primary reasoning for Christianity. But I, I, so what I wanted to do is I, I wanted to address why, why Christianity? And this could get immensely deep. And, and I hope in the future to actually um, go deep into some of these things. But I'm going to have to hit it kind of briefly here because I don't think anybody wants to listen to an hour and a half podcast of, of just me talking. Um, 
But 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 here's here's where we really get down to the crux of the matter when we talk about Christianity is that Christianity is not simply a desire for rules and it is not simply something that we do because our grandma taught us to do. Christianity is a recognition that the God that we worship is a real, um, but also is is b truly the creator and and the sovereign over the universe. And here's here's where we begin to for me. Let, let, let me give you my perspective. It is for me, it starts with Christ. Um, you know, Christianity, Christ. Of course, it does. But we look at it. One was Jesus real. The further that we go into history, the more that we begin to look at um, historians and people's perspectives, the more and more we are seeing that people are beginning to agree that there was a historical Jesus. Even Islam um, agrees that there was a historical Jesus. Um, there have been some some denials of some of those, and, and there's always going to be, but but largely the consensus is there was a historical Jesus. The real crux of the matter becomes, um, was this man who was Jesus, was he killed? People are, they generally say, okay, yes, um, but did he get out of the grave? Like, like, did he, was he resurrected on the third day? In my perspective, once again, this could go infinitely deep, but in my perspective, there is enough evidence to show that he actually did um, that that says that, that, that not only did he say that he was going to, but that he actually did. He actually followed through on that. I could say a lot of things and never have the, the ability and the power to follow through on those things. Christ actually did. So, so if he did, what we can do is we can begin to, to walk backwards through Scripture and walk backwards to um, prophecies that pointed towards Christ, but also to the things that Christ said. The fact that he got out of the grave, the fact that he was resurrected from the dead, um, means that, that all of those things that he said were absolutely true. And all of the things that were said about Jesus that pointed towards this coming Messiah who would um, defeat uh, the ultimate enemy, and and so once again, we're not talking about a human enemy. We're talking about sin, the the thing in which separates us from God. Um, then then we can say that that those are true. And if if that's true, then then what else Scripture says is true. And now we begin to look at at, at God, the the central figure, the central figure of the entire Bible, God. And, and we look and we see a recognition within that that God is real. And not just that, but God is is in control. And, and and granted, I think our definition of in control and God's definition of in control would look different because we have such a short microcosm view. Once again, another topic that would take forever that, that we'll have to talk about one day. But is is Christianity thus is not me just looking for a guideline. Like I'm not just like, boy, I don't really know how to live. I wish someone would tell me. What what we see is that Christianity is a is a recognition of the power of God and a bowing before the power of God. And so thus, I follow those rules because I recognize him as the ultimate authority and the ultimate power. And so the things in which scripture proclaims, um, the the ways in which scripture calls me to live, um, you know, while even within Christianity, there is debate about what certain scriptures mean, but the overarching themes um, really do point to, it's it's not so much the fact that I just need rules, but it's the fact that I am following the rules of the one who I have recognized to be greater than myself. Now, I, here's the deal. I mean, with the, the, the current political climates, and we're not just talking about the last two weeks, we can talk about the current political climates over the 
the the last um, decade and, and see that that at times even that can be a difficult thing to describe and understand because I don't want to talk about worldwide here, but I mean even even locally, you know, I mean we've heard the term "not my president," and and this is not a political comment, but we've heard the term not my president. I mean, people are beginning to say, even though they recognize the fact that there is someone who is in higher offices, who who is given authority over them, authority, <laughs> who's given authority over over them because of their place, um, they're willing to say, well, that that doesn't apply to me because I, I didn't vote for them or because I don't like the way that they do things. Um, and, and, and so you, you can see that even that concept of recognizing one who is in authority over us simply because he is greater um, is, is something that is, is quickly deteriorating, I guess, um, but that people are throwing off. And so that even becomes a difficult thing to express and explain. But that's what Christianity is. It is the recognition that, that, that God is... Uh, God has authority because of who he is, because God is God. Um, and, and we can go into the characteristics of God. We can go into to all of these, these aspects of God that make him worthy of worship, um, worship coming both vocally but also with our actions. Um, and we're not talking about worship with a guitar. I, I mean, worship in terms of the way that we live, following the things that he says. And, and, and so we, we boil we boil Christianity down to, to, to that. Um, but we also see, we see some of these other things. Um, you know, like I said, we're, we're starting to see some response against Christianity and the use of scripture. I say starting to, this is, this has been going, but it's just more prevalent now. Um, a, res- a negative response towards Christianity and the use of scripture in regards to talking about worldwide events, because everyone has very strong opinions. I have very, I have talked to very few people that that don't have a strong opinion in some way, shape, or form. Does not mean that that they have um, a definite opinion about um, A or B. But what it does mean is that they feel very strongly about what's going on. And so when some when people and and when the nation and the world feels very strongly about what's going on, and I take social media where I'm not necessarily face to face with people, where I'm not um, dealing with people on a daily basis that I see on Instagram and, and social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, um, is what we wind up having is is now I'm interacting with a bunch of people that have very strong opinions that I don't necessarily share much in common with other than the fact that we both have an Instagram account or a Facebook account and we both at times follow, you know, we, maybe we've come across something and we both liked it or are connected some way, shape or form. Um, and, and so I, I look at this and I'm, you know, you guys know me faithfully fit. I'm, I'm a CrossFitter. I love CrossFit, love fitness. Um, and so I follow a lot of people that are, are in that same realm that are both, that are both people of faith and people of fitness. And so as we start to see people um, correctly, I'm really big on the fact that, that we don't always see people using scripture correctly <laughs> on social media. Um, and, and part of that is just discipleship and education. And we want to make sure that we are, um, we, are, we are continuing to disciple people in the faith and continuing that, that, that when, someone, when someone younger in the faith comes, comes along, that I come alongside them and that, that I begin to help them and show them. Um, anyway, we're, we're getting into Kyle's discipleship manifesto. And so we get back on track. But, but, but even when we see scripture used well and used correctly, um, used when it is in, encouraging, when it is uplifting, um, or even when it is convicting. 
we're seeing a, a, a greatly negative response to it. Uh, and, and, and so one of the really interesting things is that this is actually nothing new that I think I, I get so shocked by it. I'm like, man, these people are, they're trying to be encouraging. Like they're trying to be encouraging with a massive part of their life. If faith is really a part of who you are, obviously you're going to try to use that and use the scripture that you have learned, the scripture that pours into your life to try to pour into situations and pour into others. But what we see is that people, people looking at it and, and, and taking scriptures out of context um, and if they have no, if they have no context for the scripture, obviously they're going to take it out of context, but taking these, these, statements out of context and and turning them around and trying to attack people with them like for example one of the one of the things that i saw recently um i saw a post by a a a fairly well-known crossfitter i guess um and and she posted a bible verse and posted a bible verse out of luke 6 talking about um talking about uh, uh, going the extra mile and having love for your enemy that, um, that, that what good is it that if you love those who love or who, who love you first, um, and, 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 and got real deep with it and, and posted something. I thought it was very meaningful and, and great. It was actually a picture of protesters and police lined up, uh, across a protest line, but all of them kneeling, all of them kneeling in solidarity. Um, and, and what happened is, is, is she started to get attacked by people because they, they thought that what she was saying was that, you know, that, that those that are oppressed should just accept it and deal with it. Um, and, and that that's just their plight. Um, and, and you look at it and you just, you go, wait a minute. You, if you understood the scripture itself, um, and, and you understood where the Bible comes from and, 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 and from the viewpoints that it was written, you can't possibly get that. You know, I put up a, a YouTube video, or, or there will be one up pretty quickly, um, that talks about that, that, that talks about the fact that all throughout uh, the prophets, all of the prophets address the fact that one of the charges against the people was that they they weren't doing justice. That they were The people who were, who were in less power were being trampled upon, and there was no one speaking up for them. But also um, that, that scripture constantly, constantly, constantly has reminded us the way in which we are supposed to treat other people because they are, they are also creations of God, whether or not we agree with them. I mean, we go back to the, uh, the, the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan, a quick rundown of the Good Samaritan story is that there was a man who was, who was dead or who was near death. He was beaten, robbed, and, and left near dead in a ditch. He was a Jew, and, 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 and there were people that came by that should have helped him. They should have helped him, but they either had a reason why they didn't want to help him. Um, they, they had, whether it was a religious reason or what, could have been anything, that they had a reason why they didn't help him, or, or maybe they just turned a blind eye. They just kept walking. They walked on the other side of the road um, and acted like they didn't see this guy who was there dying, basically. A Samaritan comes along. Samaritans and Jews were 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 basically mortal enemies because the Samaritans were people that were left over after um, after the 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 nation of Judah and Israel were carried off into captivity. Um, and, and and so the Samaritans were people that were left over that wound up intermarrying. And and so when when people came back from from um, being held captive in in other countries, um, they come back and they see these people that have started to usurp the land that they. They once owned and they say wait a minute this is this was my family's land and they're like well no 
I've been living on this for the last however many years and people that had intermarried. Um, and, and so there was this real, this real issue between these two people. And, and so what happens is this Jew who's been, who's been robbed and beaten and left for dead has Jews going past him and, and, and not caring about him and just moving on along because they've either got more important things to do or if they touch him, they'll become unclean and heaven forbid that happen. And then the Samaritan comes along and the Samaritan not only cares for him, picks him up, but he also takes him to an innkeeper and says and, and gives him all the money he needs and says, take care of him, nurse him back to health. And so you have these people that were were mortal enemies, essentially, that that Jesus is using to explain who is my neighbor? Who is the one who I'm supposed to care for? Who is the one who I'm supposed to love? And Jesus is saying, everybody, your enemies especially. Um and so that was a pretty amazing point I, that, that, that when we start to look at this is that there is a negative response, but yet Christianity has always, always, always been something that we, that we see as, as um, uh, pushing towards justice and, and justice because all people are supposed to be treated as creations of God. That, that if man is created in the image of God, it means that we hold certain traits and attributes that have been given to us by God. See, I, I don't hold image being um, the fact that God looks like us. Um, if God is spirit, God doesn't have a body. Um, and, and so I, I hold to the fact that that, that means that, that we hold certain traits and certain attributes. And so if, if all people hold those traits, then I, I mean, there's no, there's no qualifiers given in scripture saying, oh, well, only certain people have these traits, um, that, that Christianity has always pushed for that, has always pushed for that. See, it, it, and it's, it's a really interesting thing because Tom Holland, not Spider-Man Tom Holland, Tom Holland, the historian writes on a ton of different things. This is a guy who has written on the Persians. Um, this is a guy who has written on the the beginnings of uh, Islam. And and I, I'm actually reading a book that he he's written now called Dominion. Uh, and and Dominion is about the history of Christianity. And it, but it's not a Christian view. He's he is it, to the best of my understanding, he is not a Christian. But he's writing on the the fact that this this group of people who was constantly until about 348, um, but was was constantly not in power and was persecuted. And how was it that they begun to change so much of the world? That why is it that we still see so much of their impact in the world and 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 frankly turn things on its head? Um, you know, there's a he, he he's got a quote and it, it's pretty incredible. Um, it, it says that. That, that Holland realized that um, simply the ancients were cruel and their values utterly foreign. The Spartans routinely murdered imperfect children. The bodies of slaves were treated like outlets for the physical pleasure of those with power. Uh, infanticide was common. The poor and the weak had no rights. How did we get from there to here? It was Christianity, uh, Holland writes. Christianity revolutionized sex and marriage, demanding that men control themselves and prohibiting all forms of rape. Christianity confined sexuality within monogamy, um, and Christianity, Christianity elevated women. In short, Christianity utterly transformed the world. See, Christianity has always been one that, that has pushed for the value of human beings. Um, that's, that's a lot of what you were seeing there, is that, that, that outside of Christianity, so much of the world was, um, was not based on the, intricate, the, 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 the value that each human had, the intrinsic value simply because you were human. Christianity came along and said, wait a minute, we are all people who were created by God, who hold 
characteristics of God, um, or, or who hold the the um, the the the, the um, I, I don't want to say characteristics of God because when I think of characteristics, I'm, I'm thinking of some divine characteristics. But uh, but but that are that hold the image of God. There we go. I finally got it. Guy stuttering all over it. But hold the image of God, and and not only that, but also we believe in Christ who died for all people. For God so loved the world. I mean, John three sixteen. Um, that that if you love the whole world. And so they begin to push. Now, here's the deal. There have been fallings and there have been shortcomings throughout Christianity. I mean, you know, they, they once they took power with Constantine, there was a time of good, but then there was a lot of issues that were bad. I know that people can point towards things like the Inquisition. People can point towards um, people using the Bible to defend slavery in America. There, Here's the deal. Is is Christianity, and the, let me say this, the, in, the inaction of Christianity by Christians is far from perfect. But the heart of Christianity, that which we seek to give value to life, that which we seek to uh, um, to protect, that is something that I just I struggle that people push against. That they they see someone using scripture and they have I don't know I, I I'm I'm not going to assume their motives. I always try not to assume people's motives, but um, but they just they push against it. I say you know if you only understood because the thing is, and I said this in my video, I'm going to say it again, like. This is not a good thing, but all of the concern that's going on, all of the health things that are going on with COVID, all of the things for racial inequality that are going on with the death of George Floyd, like we see this, that there's a spike, that people care. And then what happens is there will be a group of people that still continue to to care, that still continue to, to trumpet these causes, but largely society itself will go back to normal. Here's the thing is it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Like Christianity calls us out of that. It calls us out of our personal comforts. It calls us out of making sure that I keep as much distance from you as possible because you you don't look like me or because you don't agree with me. Um, I, I mean, we can go back countless times in Scripture and and see where these things were were called. Um, I, I mean, Ephesians, the entire book of Ephesians is, is about the fact that we are one body in Christ. That 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 within Christ, and so we're talking about the church here. But that even though I have a ton of differences. There are people in my own church that I have a lot of differences from. People that that are are Christians that have gone to seminary that I have a lot of differences from, and we believe different things, but we are still one in Christ um, because Christ's blood covers us. It covers me the same way it covers them. Um, it's one of those things that we look in 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 Luke, and and you can see in Luke seven, I believe. Um, and I, I don't want to be wrong, but I think it's seven where. Um, where Jesus says that, you know, when he's talking about the woman who came and anointed Christ and, and the di- disciples like, what are you doing here? You, you, you just wasted a whole bunch of oil. You could have sold it and, and we could have fed the poor for a year. Um, and, and, and Christ was saying, you know, she loves or she forgives. She can forgive much because she knows how much she's been forgiven. She can love much because she knows how much she's loved. That's what, that's what Christianity calls us to and, and, and calls us out of this, this comfortable norm but yet we see a pushback um and and so hopefully what i say is that that don't allow the pushback and don't allow the flow of time to pull us out of the recognition that we are all created in god's image like literally like like christians should be the first one that when we see when we see injustice and here's the thing is i know that, that that this world is a big big place and that there are viewpoints in other parts of this country other parts of, of texas where i'm from that that are are vastly um different from what i experience or what i have experienced in my life 
Um, and, and so just because, just because I, um, I am not experiencing what people in Minnesota are experiencing or what people in New York experience doesn't mean that what they are experiencing is not real. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I don't experience immediately what they experience doesn't make their their um, their past less valid than 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 mine. And so, when we see that though, uh, it, it is that that we should continue to pursue the value of life in in all forms, and it means that we should run towards injustice. We should run towards injustice. That, that, that we should um, speak up, not in the sense that other people can't speak to themselves, but we join with them. See, that was the deal, is, is that most of Christianity, um, especially when, it has, when Christianity has, has done its most important works, um, was done not from seats of power, um, that it was done through compassion. And, and that's, some of the, that's some of the things that we, we have to remember. Um, is I saw a post the other day that, and I wish I could remember the reverend that said it, but it, it, was, it was a black reverend. And as we said, he said, you know, we're not in this situation because we chose the wrong leaders. We're in this situation because uh, we, have, we have walked away from God, because we have, we have ventured far from God, um, that we have sinned, that we have chosen selfishness, that we have chosen self-gain over the things in which God calls us to. And so that can come back to, I don't want to get circular, but I mean, that can go back to the verse point about the fact that, that Christianity is not just a desire for rules and not knowing where to turn. Um, and, and so, but we, we move on to my final point, my final point. Um, and, and it's kind of a sub point of, of, of the second one that I was talking about, but is that one of the things that really drives me nuts uh, is when you see evidences that people hold to their Christian beliefs until there is something else that suits them better, something else that is more entertaining, something else that that is, I, I, I don't know, it, they, they would just prefer to do. You know, we're starting to see a lot of incidences of racism come out. And, 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 and I mean, I'll say that. Like, you know, people, people at times want to talk about racial slurs People want to talk about racial slurs like it's just it's just words. But the problem is, is there's meaning behind words. It's why I do my best to try to be careful with what I say. I try to have a reason when I speak. Um, and, and you guys know me, I talk a lot. But when it comes to some really important issues, I do my best to not be too quick to speak. I mean, Scripture tells us to be uh, um, um, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And that's what I do my best to do. Um, but, but what we see is that that there are people that that will tout their Christianity, will tout their Christianity, but then will hold towards other things, hold to other things that that degrade. Let me say this: they will degrade the 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 life of other people. That will degrade the importance of other people. Um, and, and and so we wind up in this in this deal where. You have people claiming one thing, claiming Christianity, and, and, and inherent within Christianity is the value upon which Christianity places in life and the life of, of people and the importance of people. Um, but then also you have this competing value, and I, we, can point towards, we can point towards Paul here um, when he talks about, you know, that which I do not want to do, I do, and that which I want to do, I do not. Um, but this competing value where, where then you're... 
I, maybe it's for entertainment value. Maybe it's for laughs. Um, maybe it's it's a way in which you grew up that you were taught that is counter to scripture. Um, but you you're using words and you're you're acting in certain ways and you are you are treating people in certain ways that is 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 inherently not Christian, not faith based. Like that, you could not defend that through scripture in any way, shape, or form. And it's my suspicion that they wouldn't try to defend it through Scripture, that probably what they would do is they would revert back towards a point where they would look at themselves and they'd just say, well, I'm okay with it. And you go, well, that's all wonderful and good, but if you're going to claim Christianity, especially if you're going to tout Christianity to the level of which some of these people are touting it, um, you say, you you have submitted your life towards something that you see as greater than yourself. That, yeah, everyone may not agree with that, but if you're the one that's going to make that choice— um, if you have recognized that, um, then you, you have to adhere to that. You, you can't just simply go back and forth between the fact that, oh, yes, God is an ultimate authority in my life, but, you know, I'm actually, on this issue, I'm going to revert back to me being the ultimate authority. So uh, those are just some of these things that have been on my mind, and I hope to continue to do this a lot more. I, I love doing this, and I love talking about this. I hope to hear some feedback from you. Um, like I said, thank you so much for listening. It... it I, I, don't, I hope that this just didn't, or that this didn't come up across just as, as rambling um, because I, I've really given this a lot of thought and, and I look forward to the future maybe talking even even more in depth about some of these things that I've brought up and um, I, you know hopefully it, it can happen a little bit more frequently um, if it's just me just give myself a little bit of time uh, with my, my computer and my microphone and, and get to rolling but um, guys thanks again uh, I hope I hope everybody's staying safe I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, hey, do me a favor. If you're struggling through this, I know there's a lot of people struggling right now. If you're struggling through this, reach out to me. Um, you can you can shoot me an email. Um, you can I, I think it's faithfullyfit1 at gmail.com. You can go on to Facebook or Instagram and you can shoot me a, a direct message. Man, I, I would love to, to come alongside you and talk to you in this time. Um, I, I just... This is a time when, when um, and I say this is a time, I think this is a time that, that shows the importance, but it's always important for us to come together to, to, to talk, to discuss, hey, here's the deal. If you've made it this long and you don't hold to the scriptural beliefs that I do, first off, kudos to you. Um, I don't know if I'm that entertaining or whatnot, or maybe you're just my friend and so you're willing to listen to me. Um, but man, I'd love to talk to you. And, and, and I'd love to talk to you about your viewpoint. Like this is one of those deals is I want to listen to you more than I want to talk at you. I want to listen to you. I want to hear what questions you have for me. I'd love to just answer questions without trying to convince you of anything because I, I think that's the thing is, is I want you, and, and maybe this is what this is, all of this today has boiled down to is I want you to see my heart more than you hear my heart. Yeah, you'll hear it whenever I talk, but I want you to see it through my actions. Um, when I talk about believing in equality for all people, I want you to see me actually standing up for other people, treating all people the same, um, and 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 not just have me tell you that. I, I guess maybe that's one of my biggest issues with social media right now is 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 everybody's talking about it, and and I just hope that it continues. Um, and I hope that it's flowing over into people's actions, that they aren't just willing to type it into their phone or type it onto a keyboard and make themselves feel better and then go away and treat people like garbage, whether it's for, for whatever reason. So, 
Um, hey, do me a favor, reach out to me. Would love to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to getting with you again in the near future. Um, keep an eye out on my social media and, and keep an eye out for more podcasts, all right? Guys, love you. And as always, stay faithfully fit.